from 90.3 RLCW VPH FM Piscataway. It's the Core News for the week of Monday, October 4th. It's been a busy week at Rutgers. We just had homecoming. Many homecoming events occurred Friday and even Thursday with the homecoming bed races and that crazy build a sculpture out of a bunch of cans of food activity they had. On Friday, the homecoming festival was rained out. Very sad. But they still had the movie Toy Story 3 at Rutgers Stadium. And then on Saturday, well, yeah, that football game happened. Not a good day for the Rutgers football team. But it was a great day for the Scarlet Square homecoming tailgating party. 90.3 The Core was there. And we talked to a lot of alumni of Rutgers about their memories from the banks back in the day. And you'll hear about that later. But first, here's some environmental news from Nana. And hey, thanks for listening to 90.3 The Core. And now for your short but informative environmental news update. Here we go. We're going to Appalachia in the USA first, okay? We are going to talk about mountaintop coal mining, which is a somewhat common occurrence in the Appalachia Mountain regions of West Virginia, Kentucky, and Virginia. Mountaintop mining blasts off the top of mountains and dumps the resulting earth that spews forth that is the mountaintop into the Appalachian Valley where the streams of Appalachia run. The procedure to get a permit to do this debauchery to an Appalachian mountain is thus. A mining company, as in this case, Arch Coal Incorporated, applies for a permit through the Army Corps of Engineers. The EPA can veto the permit, and for the first time in 37 years, the EPA put the brakes on the plans of Arch Coal Incorporated and the Army Corps of Engineers and stopped the plan before it gained motion. Now the EPA is nearing a decision on this problematic giant, gigantic mountaintop removal process and will hand down a decision sometime this autumn. I will keep you posted. On another note, in Washington, D.C. this weekend, a hundred out of a few thousand protesters were arrested during a peaceful demonstration against mountaintop coal mining. The protesters that were arrested were arrested for sitting down and not moving when told to move on by the police. Now we're heading back to New Jersey, to Morris County, and perhaps we should wear our hiking boots. At the top of Wildcat Ridge in Morris County, there is an, an, uh, an official Hawk Migration Association of North America Hawk Watch, Watch site right on Wildcat Ridge. This is a great place to watch hawks migrate this fall while the hawks ride the thermals along the ridge top. The fall migration flies from August 15th through approximately November 15th. No other area in North Jersey has the large, continuous forests that are needed to support endangered hawks, owls, and rare songbirds. If you are interested in counting hawks during the migration, you can volunteer. More information is available through the Wildlife Conservation Corps. And now for the weather. We had a rainy Monday. Well, okay, let's stop and talk about the weather. The National Weather Service issued a tornado watch Tuesday for a large section of the Northeast, including the North. New York City area. The watch covers an area 65 miles east and west of a line that runs from the Massachusetts-New York border, area south through the New York City metro area, and into southern New Jersey, the Weather Service said. A tornado watch means conditions are favorable for tornadoes and severe thunderstorms. If we have a big thunderstorm and you're in your car, you in the rain, please put your lights on. They're there 
the lights are for you to be seen, not necessarily so you can see. And so, since we are getting rain and rain and more rain, well, okay, we still have drought concerns because the reservoirs are about 10 and in some cases 15% less water than is usual for this time of year. So conserve water. And hey, if you see a leaky faucet, if it's not your faucet and you can't fix it, report it. Oh, and my dusty car, I didn't wash it, conserving water. I wrote dust me on it. Now it is washed away. So that's it for your environmental update this week. And that was Nana, as usual, with your entertain with your environmental news, entertaining environmental news. So this weekend was homecoming. A lot of things happened at Rutgers, but how do all those things actually come together? We spoke to a woman who's in charge of several of the homecoming events that took place at Rutgers this weekend. My name is Donna Thornton. I'm vice president for alumni relations. Which groups at Rutgers plan these homecoming events and how do they get together and make them all happen? There's a lot that goes on with planning homecoming. It is truly a a university community event. We partner with Student Life. We also partner with a lot of the alumni organizations and civic groups. Uh, We partner with the City of New Brunswick. So it really, uh, it's a process that is a year-round planning. There are a lot of events, there are individual events that go into homecoming and what we, our goal at the Alumni Association is to create an atmosphere that's celebratory for Rutgers alumni and students and uh, friends to come to campus and enjoy what the campus has to offer in the fall and take part in whatever activity they feel like they want to take part in. The Rutgers University Alumni Association is the university's only all alumni association. We are charged with engaging alumni to advance Rutgers and we do that by providing events like homecoming reunion weekend Uh, we have uh, a lot almost 100 alumni charter groups that represent a variety of Rutgers alumni constituencies we work with them to uh, do their outreach and uh, provide those kinds of services to Rutgers alumni. Hopefully, in the process, are communicating with them the pride and loyalty that they feel for Rutgers. And uh, and we hope that they'll want to remember their alma mater fondly and want to support Rutgers with their time, their enthusiasm, their attendance at events, wearing a Rutgers T-shirt, putting a block R on their car, and things like that to show uh, their affection for their alma mater. And once students graduate, how do they join the Alumni Association? A membership in the Alumni Association is free. Uh, So once you graduate, you are automatically a member. Rutgers alumni are 390,000 strong. We are larger than the city of Tampa, Florida, and uh, we're very proud of that. And uh, so when you do graduate, uh, you do become a member of a network of alumni that is proud, is supportive, and uh, very happy to network with each other. So um, we do uh, a lot of programming specifically for young alumni, um, such as a beach party in the summer at Bar A, the event we're having at Old Queen's Tavern. We do a ski trip, uh, and we do a lot of things that are really geared towards bringing young people together and and enjoying uh, and remembering what what it was like to be at Rutgers. And uh, one of the benefits of being a recent grad is that you do get to keep your email address and um, participate in our online community. And we have a benefits program with a membership card that gives you access to discounts to almost 30,000 businesses around the United States. So earn your degree so you can get that card. It's a really good benefit of being a Rutgers alum. 
That was Donna Thornton, Vice President for Alumni Relations here at Rutgers. You're listening to The Core News on 90.3 The Core, streaming and podcasting at thecore.fm. The Core News will be back with more about homecoming right after this. This is The Core News on 90.3 The Core, streaming and podcasting at thecore.fm. And this week on The Core News, we're talking about homecoming. We spoke with Donna Thornton, who's the Vice President for Alumni Relations, about what some of the things that go into planning homecoming. One of the big events every year is the Scarlet Square tailgating party. It's not quite like the tailgating parties out in the parking lot. Instead, there are tables of various alumni organizations and tents. They're giving away food, they're having contests, they're having games, they're giving away fun Rutgers football-related items. And they had contests like the Rutgers Homecoming Idol, which is like American Idol, but with people from Rutgers. It was supposed to be held during the Homecoming Festival, which was canceled on Friday. However, they did manage to pull it off and change it to Saturday. The Core News and 90.3 The Core were at the Scarlet Square, and we spoke to some of the people who were there next to the bubble on Bush and the stadium, getting ready for the game against Tulane, which, as you know, did not turn out so well, but Scarlet Square was a happy place just the same. My name is David Earl. I'm a Cook College graduate from class of 76. Today is um, homecoming, and this is a Rutgers uh, Scarlet Square tailgating party. And we're here to welcome alumni back to campus. It's a great event. The weather cleared up beautifully from yesterday. And we have a lot of giveaways, seat cushions, metal plaques, um, magnetic R's. And we're here just to promote the whole university and the alumni structure. Ag Field Day is probably the most memorable event. That's an annual event every year at Cook. Well, I was a commuter, so it was a little rough. When I first started, I was at Rutgers College, then I transferred to Cook. So it was Broward Commons back then when I was when I did have a meal plan. Excuse me. If you care to find out more about um, the Cook Alumni Association, you can go to www.cookalumni.rutgers.edu, or you can contact us at cookalumni at aol.com, our email address. And those of you that know George Hamill Cook, that's who the campus is named after. He has a Facebook page, and he welcomes you to join us. My name is Debbie Crouch. I'm with the Douglas class of 94, and me and our homecoming committee are here today to uh, celebrate football at Rutgers, of course, and also to, you know, partake in being a alum of Douglas College and meeting all of our fellow alums who, who graduated many years ago. And of course, you know, it's not just a Douglas alum, it's, it's Rutgers as well. We, we just share the day and our unity, and I've been doing this for... I think this is my eighth year being part of the homecoming committee. It's a great time to to remember your days at Rutgers. You know, eat, drink, and be merry. Oh, gosh, favorite memories at Douglas. Well, I was a very big, uh, active person at the Douglas College Center. I worked on our activities board, and I was also a building manager there. So I have many fond memories there, studying, being in events, holding events, working events. I know every part of that building. To find out more about Douglas, you go on to www.douglas.ruckers.edu. We're the University College Alumni Association that was disbanded a couple years ago. Now we're part of the Rutgers University Alumni Association. We have our table. We have sandwiches. We have pretzels. We have water. We've got a game that you can play and you can win some prizes. 
What is the name of the statue on the Voorhees Mall on College Avenue campus? Silent Willie. Or Willie the Silent. We're over by the Paul Roberson tent. What's one of your favorite memories from University College? Uh, waiting in line for registration. We would wait in line outside, rain or shine, snow, wind, didn't matter. Nowadays, just go on the internet and you can find yourself a place. But back in the day, we had to wait, hundreds of us in line, outside, Miller Hall. Well, I'm Rosemary Agrista. I graduated Livingston College, 1976, Urban Communications and Journalism Department. And I'm now a member of the uh, Livingston College Alumni Board. And I'm here today to just promote Livingston College and Rutgers as well. Livingston was very special during the era that I I was there. Um, The teachers were the very best in the field. And then whatever was happening in culture was a microcosm inside of Livingston College. So it prepared me for the rest of the world, really. And for, I think, the rest rest of my life, I really value the diversity we had there and the interest in social justice and the commitment. If you went to Livingston College, you made a commitment that you would always serve. Well, today we have um, the new business card for Livingston College Alumni Association um, with the picture of the new facility and the Livingston College alumni, um, you know, pin, which is, I guess, no longer, but we want to keep the legacy going. If you turn the back of the card, you see our website, where there's going to be a lot of good, what we call legacy programs of Livingston College, where a lot of the former instructors come back, and they will talk about the various courses of study that were at Livingston, and what it was like to be there at the time, and a lot of what the alumni have accomplished today. The website is www.livingstonalum.org. Hi, I'm Amari, and I'm here with the Latino Alumni Association. We're just excited to be here and sharing with everybody at this great event. I actually graduated from Rutgers GSC, the Graduate School of Education, in 07. Oh, I would have to say just uh, working with really great faculty and students, people that I still keep in touch with now. So it's really great to make those connections and really be able to just keep the momentum going. The Latino Alumni Association has a Facebook page and a LinkedIn page. So uh, basically just going on Facebook or LinkedIn and just uh, typing in LARU and you can uh, see all the great events that we have planned. I'm Donna Thornton. I'm Vice President for Alumni Relations at Rutgers University. The Alumni Festival was kind of rained out, but today the weather is beautiful. So did did any of the uh, elements of that festival make it over here today? Absolutely. Yes, they did. Actually, once we made the decision to cancel yesterday, we uh, scrambled and we figured out how to make some things happen here. So we have some games that weren't scheduled to be here today that were, were supposed to be last for last night, but they're here today and people are having a great time with them. The uh, 2010 Homecoming Idol Contest is going on uh, here today. We were not unable to do it last night, so we are going to have a Homecoming Idol today at about 1 o'clock, so we're looking forward to that. And we couldn't ask for better better weather for a day where we need to celebrate all that's great about Rutgers University. We've got a cloudless blue sky, the grass is green. What's your favorite part of Homecoming? I can't put my finger on one particular thing because it's all about, for me, the atmosphere, the good feeling that everybody has, and and the way that they come out and show their support for Rutgers by wearing their scarlet, by uh, buying tickets to the football game, by participating in all of the activities that are going on, 
and just coming together and uh, rekindling old friendships. Uh, th- for me, that's my favorite part, is, is just the entire weekend. It's a great, great opportunity for Rutgers to celebrate itself. I am not a graduate of Rutgers, but I became a fast fan of Rutgers, and I feel very much a part of the Rutgers community. They, uh, I have been welcomed here. I participate very fully in the community, and it is uh, an unparalleled institution of higher learning. Uh, my favorite Rutgers memory since I've been here probably was last year's Hall of Distinguished Alumni Awards Dinner. It, too, was a celebration of all the best of Rutgers, and we have great alumni who were doing great things and making a difference in this world, and we had an opportunity to celebrate them, and it was a fantastic evening. We've got sweet onions, beans, and rice. I'm in the grad school of education. I'm here for language education. I want to get my certification to teach in every state possible to find a job. I work for the Paul Robeson Cultural Center. I am part of a tutoring program that we have in the local middle schools, and I'm a supervisor for the tutors. You can uh, straight Google it from, from Google. You can Google Paul Robeson Cultural Center, and uh, you can also go to the Rutgers website and find us from there. Marty Cedar, we're in Livingston College, class of 1977. I'm president of the Livingston Alumni Association. One of my favorite college memories was that there was a pub on the Livingston campus as well as the other campuses at that time. And on Thursday nights, there was a band, Impact, that played Grateful Dead music. And the lead guitarist looked like Jerry Garcia and played like Jerry Garcia. It was a great way to wrap up the uh, week at college. Because back then, there wasn't much of a social scene at Rutgers on the weekends. I think it's a chance for alumni to come back and uh, get together in a really relaxed and social atmosphere. And especially the way homecoming is built this year, it's a chance for alumni from all colleges to get together. I'm Ariana Garudi. I'm with the Rutgers Dance Board Alumni Club. And we're here to let people know about our group. We're a new chartered group from the Alumni Association. And we have bi-monthly dance lessons just to promote ballroom and Latin dance. It's open to anybody, alumni, students, grad students, faculty, staff, even friends of any of those the above. Um, we have all these great lessons with world-class ballroom dancers and have socials a couple times a month. So we're getting the people to come out to our events. People can email us at rudancealumni at gmail.com for more information. Or you can Google our website if you'd like. That's all for this week's edition of The Core News. The Core News will be back next Monday at 7 p.m. right here on 90.3 The Core. Or you can catch our podcast anytime online at thecore.fm. If you'd like to contact The Core News, suggest a news story, make a comment, ask a question, maybe even join The Core News team yourself, then you can send us some email to news at thecore.fm. The Core News has been brought to you by Nana, Stephen Yannick, and Mindy Hoffman. And on a more somber note, a Rutgers student, Tyler Clementi, killed himself recently, and Caitlin Balch will be addressing the events that led up to his suicide, and also how the media have been treating this Rutgers student, and how LGBT issues around campus affect how students feel going to Rutgers. That will be on Core of the Matter tomorrow at 7 p.m. 
right here on 90.3 The Core. If you're not going to be by your radio, you can listen to Core of the Matter on your computer, streaming over the internet, or you can download the podcast later. Again, that's Core of the Matter, tomorrow at 7 p.m. You've been listening to The Core News on 90.3 The Core.